So wake me up. This is Jay Boo for breakfast. <laughs> Have you got any of your Christmas stuff up? Surely by now it's down, although a couple of people admitted on our Facebook page last night, one person even admitted they still have their Christmas tree up. Really? It's the 8th of January. You mustn't have a new 2020 calendar and mustn't realise we're that far into the new year already. I know the year's flying past, but it is the 8th of January and you got a Christmas tree up? Really? Diane took down all her stuff. And then she's she's gone out on the back deck to have a cold one, you know, sit and reflect over your Christmas period and the fact that all the Christmas ornaments and decorations are all down and she's realised that she's left all the Christmas stickers still up all over the window. And those things, they are a bugger to get off as well. So Diane was probably out till midnight last night still removing those stickers and she's probably still drinking now to recover from it. I don't blame you. Well, chatting before about uh, people that haven't taken down their Christmas decorations yet and uh, someone that hasn't taken theirs down from Christmas 2019 just yet, I was amazed. I mean, it's the 8th of January, still not down. Uh, Ross, one of our travelling technicians, waltzed into the studio before I was concerned. I thought something was on fire or not working properly and he was here to fix it. And he said, that is an amateur move. I've still got my Christmas tree up. This one, I mean, I, I'm going to, Ross is a trustworthy individual. I'm going to believe him. I think I needed like a time-stamped photograph of this to really hammer this evidence home. He still has his Christmas tree up from 2016. Christmas 2016? Close enough. 2016 still up. I don't know whether that is the sheer love of Christmas or laziness. I don't know. But regardless, uh, you win for certainly the opposite of being the Grinch Award. I think that's well and truly fair there. So he did tell me that he does redecorate it each year, though. So So wake me up. This is Jay Boo for breakfast. (laughs) Snake. 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 Them. Our very first instalment of Don't Trust Snakes for 2020. They've been up to something. They've been plotting something while we've been away on Christmas. And this is a horrible story out of the Sunshine Coast. The bad snake stories, I think I'm starting to see a bit of a pattern emerge here. It's always up there on the Sunshine Coast. This one from the Sunshine Coast Snake Catchers. A Sunshine Coast Snake Catcher could stew. Stew the Sunshine Coast Snake Catcher is warning cat owners to keep their pets indoors after attending a job where a large python ate a cat. He received a call about a large python that the person that was ringing him said had eaten something big. And when Stu rocked up there on the job, he knew it was a cat. He could hear the meowing when he put his ear up to its stomach. The cat was indoors at night time and was allowed outside during the day and unfortunately the cat would often explore the neighbourhood during the day where I found the snake a few blocks from the cat's family home. Please, 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 if you're a cat owner, I beg you not to let your cat explore the neighbourhood during the day or night. Not only do cats' predatory instincts take over, but they will kill lots of native wildlife, but they can also be killed by native wildlife or, of course, ran over by cars. Stu said the python was released back into the bush, away from any homes and roads. Absolutely horrible. Rightly so, the uh, 
the the family was distorted by. They took the uh, snake to the local vet and they scanned it for the microchip uh, to make sure that it was indeed the family's pet cat. They've been contacted and uh, obviously they're very sad. The kids are devastated and uh, the cat has had a, a, a proper burial, which is lovely. There you go. Yet again, yet again, another argument as to why you can't trust him. Snake. 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 And if you haven't checked them out already, make sure you check out the brand new shade sales. I got four of them down there in the Fitzroy Street Mall. They've been put in over the last couple of days. If you can't get down there, you need to see them for yourself. Otherwise, we do have some photos up on our website and our Facebook page at fm929.com. Your opinions on them very mixed. Although I don't mind them. I just think it's the uh, slightly gaudish, outlandish colour of them, I think, the uh, the issue with. But, I mean, I think it's a little bit too early to judge. We've got to wait till the plants and the vines fill in them, I think, before we can make a proper judgement call. Uh, one positive bit of feedback on our Facebook page from Kathy, she said they look great. Big congratulations to the council staff for sourcing a local company to build the seating and shade frames. Also, council staff should be careful of your jobs as there are so many highly educated and trained people with heaps better ideas. Yeah, everyone's an expert when it comes to this kind of stuff, isn't it, Kathy? Thank you very much. Uh, feel free to have your feedback about that on our Facebook page right now. Follow the links from fm929.com to that you. So wake me up. This is JB for breakfast. <laughs> And we have got the Academy coming in every single morning this week, which is fantastic. Been doing some sensational performances for us. And we've got another group of girls and guys coming again this morning. Michelle, Ruby and Craig joining us this morning for a chat. How are you guys? Very good, thank you. That's the way. Thank you so much for coming in. Cheers. Uh, Craig, we'll start with you. You're from country Victoria. That's right. Uh, Whereabouts exactly? Uh, So two hours northeast, so Alexandra is the place. Okay, yeah. Two hours northeast of Melbourne, but originally from London. Okay, yeah, yeah, I was going to say that. You had (laughs) like a very uh, nice accent. Yes. So not not exactly, not quite Australian just yet, but not not fully English either. No, I'm working on it. (laughs) (laughs) And you're obviously, you like sort of the more contemporary slash traditional country artists. Is that where you sort of take your inspiration from? Yeah, 80s and 90s traditional American style country is my uh, my favourite genre. Fantastic. First time to Tamworth? Yes. Yeah, fantastic. You enjoying it? I am. I'm loving it. Yeah, it's an amazing yeah. place. Yeah, I, I imagine I've been to a fair few of the kind of um, regional areas in Victoria when I was growing up as a kid. We used to quite often go there for sort of family holidays and stuff and Tamworth reminds me a lot of those kind of smaller regional areas in, uh, in Victoria, especially, unfortunately, at the moment it is so dry, but especially when we actually get some good rain and things green up a little bit, it's a lovely place part of the world yeah yeah similar similar look the buildings look very yes. similar and yeah. um yeah it does have that same kind of vibe as well yeah which is fantastic fantastic well good to have you along for the ride uh michelle how are you i'm fantastic how are you yeah really well really well you've done some uh, performing for quite some time now you're on the voice i understand yes yes i was what what twice. yeah twice i was gonna <laughs> say i've got to always ask the question i don't know who the judges were on the years that you were on there but do you have a favorite one one in particular? Um, okay, so I don't remember 
who was in the first one because it was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I missed out on having Keith Urban as a mentor oh. in the first one. And after that I was like, oh, you know, it's really good, all of these other judges, but it's not Keith Urban. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that was the problem. He did the one season yeah. and then he was out of there. He was off to the States and, you know, got the call up for American Idol or whatever he went off to do. So that's a bugger. It was a real bugger because I'd actually auditioned that year as well uh. and I was... Like, it was the first one and I was side of stage, guitar on, yep. last bit of lippy and <laughs> and, the, and then the producer comes out and they're like, oh, that last spot that just went, oh, that no. was the last spot. The teams oh. are awful. So I didn't even get to actually go on and oh, audition. It was devastating. Wow. Yeah. That's horrid. Yeah, come back next year. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. That's a shocker. Ah, well, hey, it was meant to be, I guess. So. Yeah, that's right. These things happen for a reason. Exactly, that's right. Thank you for coming along. Enjoy Tamworth while you're here. I plan on it. I'm sure you will. Ruby, how are you? I'm great, thank you. That's the way. I understand you've also been on TV too. I haven't been on TV, no. Oh, I thought you were... Were you the Uber driver? No, so my song was featured in... Oh, it was featured in it. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, there we go. <laughs> uh, dude, uh, I'm, I guess you could be an Uber driver, I guess. It's open to anyone. Well, I don't so. drive, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> no, probably not. I, I would be concerned can a, if can someone... Can you ride a more... bike? <laughs> I can ride a bike. I could be like an Uber Eats driver, maybe. <laughs> there we go. There we go. We, we got somewhere in the end. So your your music has been featured in, in, in a TV show. Yeah, that must two. be exciting. Yeah. Two of them. Yeah. Fantastic. So it was featured in a Channel 7 um, show called Wanted. Yep, yep. Um, Fantastic. Also in an ABC show called Diary of an Uber Driver. How how do they pick your songs for TV shows? Do you just does someone who's putting the show together end up finding your work and just contact you or your agents and say, "Look, we're going to put it in there." It was actually kind of a fluke. I was playing um, Mullum Festival to like a crowd of like ten people, and there was a guy in the audience who was a sync supervisor, and sync supervisors advisors are in charge of putting music to TV. Yeah. Yeah, TV shows, and he's like, oh, "I'm really interested in your music, and I'd love to, you know, put yep. it in the show, yeah, pitch it." So, yeah, that's wow, what yeah, that's incredible. I, I love, I love some of these stories. Your one from The Voice, which is you know very unique. Your one for how your show, uh, your song, got into a TV show. Yeah. Fantastic. Excellent. You're going to do a performance for us today, uh, Ring of Fire. Yeah. Fantastic. Looking forward to it. Take it away, guys. Love is a burning thing and makes a fiery ring bound by wild desire. I fell into the ring of fire I fell into the burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames, they went high And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire Taste of love is sweet when hearts like ours meet. I feel for you like a child. Oh, but the fire went wild. 
I fell into the burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames, they went high And it burns, burns, burns That ring of fire That ring of fire I fell into the burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames, they went high And it burns, burns, burns That ring of fire That ring of fire And it burns, burns, burns That ring of fire That ring of fire Love it. Fantastic. Well done, guys. That is uh, Ruby, Craig and Michelle from the Academy doing a very special performance this morning of Ring of Fire. You've got a couple of uh, performances coming up uh, for the Academy, one at the pub and also the graduation concert coming up at West. Uh, I think we've got some details about those uh, concerts and dates up on our website, fm929.com.au, to check those out. Guys, all the best. Enjoy your time in Tamworth and uh, no doubt we'll hear from you in the future. Thank Thank you you very much. much. 7.43 here at 92.9. So wake me up. This is JB for breakfast. Get all up on 92.9.